Good morning, everybody. Good to have you along with us. Happy Monday to you all. Uh, There has been a lot of talk about affordable housing and the need for it, but what exactly do we need? What should we be building? Affordable housing comes in a lot of forms. Recently, the Alliance for a Livable Ontario released new data that shows the deficit of affordable housing in Ontario by unit type and income. And one of the most striking aspects to come from the data is there are hundreds of thousands of people living in homes that are the wrong size and cost way more than they can afford. So that's a dimension of the housing discussion that we don't talk about enough. Franz Hartman is with the Alliance for a Livable Ontario and joins us now. Thanks for your time today. Thanks for inviting me. This uh, snapshot you guys have uh, done on uh, Ontario's affordable housing needs is pretty interesting. Um, just to start at, at the basic level, what did you find? Well, we found that there are almost 640,000 households in Ontario that are living in homes that are the wrong size for them and cost way more than what people can afford. Um, So there's a lot of people, uh, and and this is how we're defining affordability. You're living in the wrong sized home, it's probably too small, and you're paying more than 30% of your household income on rent. It's it's a really um, interesting way to look at it, and it makes a lot of sense. You know, when we've been talking about housing in this province, we've been talking about affordable housing. It can go a lot of different ways. But we haven't talked uh, a lot about kind of what you guys have kind of highlighted here, where there are people who may have a house or a household, but it's not right for them, and it's kind of contributing it as well. We don't talk about this aspect of it when we talk about housing in Ontario. Exactly. And the provincial government has been really pushing this idea that we need more, you know, single family, semi-detached townhouses in so-called suburbia uh, and saying that this is the solution. Well, these numbers show that those are not the sort of housing that people need. Uh, One of the striking results was that um, there is a need for um, over 300,000 one-bedroom homes that are that are priced at about a hundred uh, $1,100 a month in rent. The reality is the provincial government's push for more urban sprawl, uh, you know, building on farmland, building on uh, natural areas is, is the exact wrong way to get this sort of housing built that people need. What does the data tell you uh, that we need? Well, it says uh, that the key thing, as I said, is we need a lot of one-bedroom homes. We need a lot of uh, uh, probably uh, almost half of the housing needs are for people who need one-bedroom homes. And uh, these are typically the sort of homes that are easiest to build within existing towns and cities. Uh, and they are not, you know, uh, three, four, five-bedroom um, brand-new builds in, uh, in, in suburbia. Um, the good news is in most cities across Ontario, including London, there's a lot of space within existing towns and cities. There's a lot of land that isn't being used properly that can be uh, that can be turned into this sort of housing. And there's a whole bunch of other uh, needs. There's uh, the needs for over 150,000 uh, two-bedroom units, um, over uh, 75,000 three-bedroom units. So the reality is there's a huge need for a whole bunch of different types of housing, and that housing is not going, those housing needs are not going to be met by building more sprawl. If anything, 
building more sprawl is going to make matters worse because it's going to divert uh, labor and construction material away from building the sort of housing we need. There's no such thing as a, a short-term fix when we're looking at the housing file, but you, you kind of you know touched upon this in, the, in your last answer there in terms of uh, the you know the one th- you know the, the one bedroom units uh, if you can have those apartment buildings and whatnot are a little bit you know easier to build they're they're they're, they're something that can be done you know relatively uh, quickly and if there is a big need for that then we could really address some of the housing issues we do have in uh, communities right across the province. Absolutely. And the other thing to keep in mind is there are apartment buildings out there that are owned by individuals who paid their mortgages off long ago and probably are charging a market rent and maybe thinking of you know selling. Well, guess what? These are the sort of buildings that could easily be transformed into truly affordable housing if they were, for example, bought by um, by governments um, and either run by not-for-profits or, or by governments themselves. The point is there's no one magic silver bullet solution to getting this done. Rather, it takes all levels of government working together, uh, changing the, um, uh, the the approvals process to make sure that that uh, these, this, this sort of housing can be built. One thing we can say for certain, though, building more urban sprawl on on farmland and natural areas and building, you know, big McMansion-type houses is not going to solve this problem. It's only going to make it worse. Were you surprised by the findings? What did you kind of think when you went into this uh, compared to when you when you saw the data? Well, um, I, I was and I wasn't, if that makes any sense. I, I was surprised at the magnitude of it, but I wasn't because we've been hearing for, for many years, especially people who do not make a lot of money, that it's really difficult for them to find appropriate housing. Um, a lot of the housing that's been built in, in many places uh, in Ontario over the last number of years um, have have been kind of suburban sort of sprawl houses. That's because the government, the provincial government, has been pushing this. Um, and we know that that doesn't deal with these things. So when I saw the numbers, the first thought was, yep, that confirms that there's a real need for um, uh, one-bedroom, two-bedroom ho- uh, homes that are, that are affordable. Uh, but I was surprised at the magnitude because it is a huge number. Um, uh, but that just shows how long this problem has been uh, has been out there, and now it's gotten really bad. This data was compiled using some census data from uh, 2021, so conceivably, you know, governments should be able to access it the same way you guys did. Do you do you see governments uh, potentially, you know? Uh, understanding uh, kind of the situation here? I mean, while we've been chatting, you've referenced, you know, urban sprawl a couple of times, which suggests maybe they're going in a different direction with the data might be uh, saying we should be going. Well, the province of Ontario plays a really big role in getting the right sort of housing mix built because they have a big impact on, on, um, on decisions that municipalities make about what sort of housing to build, et cetera. And unfortunately, as we saw this fall, um, the province was influenced by developers in uh, with the you know the, the reversal in the greenbelt land grab. They spent um, um, you know well over a year listening to a small number of developers uh, telling them to open up the greenbelt for development to build McMansions, the exact wrong sort of housing that 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 we need. 
I'm hoping that the government has now kind of seen the light and said, you know what, we have to start building this sort of housing. To be blunt, though, I'm not sure they're going to do it. I think the only way they will do it is if enough constituents, if enough Ontarians call their MPPs and say, okay, stop building the wrong housing that is sprawled, start building the right housing, Here's and follow the data as opposed to who's got the most uh, most money to influence politicians. We will follow with interest. Uh, Franz, I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thanks very much for reaching out. That's Franz Hartman from the Alliance for a Livable Ontario.